podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. I'm sorry, you can sit there and look and play with all your silly machines as much as you like. Is Gascoigne going to have a crack? He is, you know. Oh, I think! Brilliant! And time, and time again. Break up the music! Charge a glass! This nation is going to dance all night! Clubs who've never had an Adidas kit, Andy Gray's Anatomy, Coventry's forgotten Euro 2000 star, Premier League One Game Wonders, AI translations of cult football outbursts, managerial micro-philosophies, tantalisingly revealed career paths, happy hunting grounds, and some hot pod versus pod action. Brought to your ears by Goalhanger Podcasts, this is the Football Clichés Quiz 10. Hello everyone and welcome to Football Clichés. I'm Adam Hurry, this is the 300th episode of the podcast and what better way to mark this semi-occasion than with a quiz. We'll be doing something slightly different with the Clichés Quiz this time. On my team... For Clichés Quiz 10 is Charlie Eccleshare. How's it going? Very well, thank you. Excited for this? Yeah, really excited for this. Bit of team effort, it's good stuff. Alongside you, of course, David Walker. Fancy our chances here? Yeah, I'm confident, yeah. Although, it's been a while since Charlie has won a quiz in the Clichés Quiz, isn't it? So, Well, I've been, been setting the questions the last few. <laughs> we'll help him along. And winning it that way. <laughs> Morally winning with, the, with great questions. The passenger, that's what we'll nickname him. Um, for this 10th edition... We are indeed teaming up and we're taking on an entire podcast. Bringing their dinner for this one are Joe, Bobby and Theo from the best football trivia podcast out there, Career We Go. Hello, guys. How's it going? All right, Adam. How you doing? How's it going, Adam? Uh, Joe, let me start with you. Me and Dave have already been on Career We Go. I completely bottled it. I came in with Mm. great bluster and completely lost my head. Dave, how did you get on? I, I won. I did all right, I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. D- Dave is our joint leader uh, with seven points. We have an available ten points at our mastermind game. And Adam, I'm glad you internalised that as you bottling it, um, because from my point of view, I think the questions were pretty hard. I'm not trying to go easy on you, um, but when we had a chat before the pod, you were talking about how football trivia should be really difficult and everything like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So then, like on the fly, I like made a couple of questions harder. Um, and I think I think those kind of killed you. So if we didn't have that kind of pre pre chat, I think you probably would have come out there with a six or potentially a seven. Oh, so seven well. out of ten doesn't doesn't sound great, but um, we are a pretty tricky tricky podcast. So we we do have quite a high difficulty level, to be fair. Well, that's what I was going to ask next, Bobby, because uh, that's one of the reasons why we've got you involved for this this first kind of team effort cliches quiz is that the difficulty pitch of Career We Go is just right, I think. It's got the level of niche, it's a level of creativeness, but also 
it tests you. And I think that's that's an important part of a quiz, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I don't know if we test too much. I don't know if Anishness is also testing our, our listenership, but I think we, we, we don't want to like, you know, disrespect people with super easy questions, but we, we want to test people. But I think, I think we've found a perfect level for us. And I think we've found a perfect level for this quiz today. I did just also want to bring up on both your appearances. In fairness to Adam, his mastermind subject was the entire history of the World Cup. And Dave's was uh, <laughs> what, what for the AD Boothroy ideas. So I think <laughs> <laughs> a bit oh, of I feel a lot better now. <laughs> Theo, so I'm going to explain the format very shortly. But um, what, what broadly speaking, have you guys brought to the table here? What, where do you think our weak points might be? Where, where have you tried to test us? I think we, we've kind of stuck to the, the core era of, of the, the Premier League, I think, which would be, I, I guess, late 90s, mid-2000s mid uh, in, in a lot of the questions. Um, and then our, our signature round career, we go, I think the players are a nice mix of uh, difficulties. Hopefully, a few of the listeners will be able to get some right. Uh, they usually write in and say they, they don't get them at all, but... <laughs> They're hopefully a good level for, for everyone. Right, yes, you hinted at your third and final round. I, I will explain all. The format will be thus. Each team has brought three rounds of five questions to the table to ask the other team. A total of 25 points will be on offer across the whole quiz. Right, I'll kick things off with round one. Career we go. You've got five points up for grabs here. Question one. In round one, Trivia Sinclair. Nice. Um, I know you like to give pun names to your rounds, and I've, I've, I've tried to meet you halfway, culturally. <laughs> no, we Question one that. in round one. Name two of the three current Premier League clubs who have never, in their history, worn an Adidas kit. Right, okay. Um, this is according to kit expert kitbliss.co.nz, um, the web- doyen for football kit knowledge. Absolute sight. Um, I th- <laughs> well, I'm in- inst- <laughs> instantly thinking... Proper like, sight, Lu- that. I'm instantly thinking Luton, just, you know, probably disrespectfully. I think, I can't think of Bournemouth having a Adidas kit, but... So just to be clear, this is never have never worn an Adidas kit in their entire history. Yeah. Current ah. Premier League. All-time Got history, you. no Adidas kit. Yeah, I think Luton's well, Adidas. good, cool. Yeah, did they have like a cool retro 80s Adidas kit or something? That Don't know about, don't know about that. The cool and retro, not really, and Luton don't really go together. I think, I mean, we can certainly rule out like, obviously, Liverpool, United, Chelsea. Yeah. Tip of the big clubs. Well, I, I think I have one. I think Spurs. No, they have. No, they, Spurs have had one. They're Holston. Oh, I, no, Holston, yeah, Steve Carey. Yes. Yeah. Oh, God. Wolves? I, I, I can picture Wolves in an Adidas kit. Yeah, Pete Andrews era, I think, um, okay. potentially. I think I think Luton is good. Yeah. God, I think Bournemouth as well, maybe. I, I, I think yeah, they would feel it back in the day. I don't have Should an image of them wearing Adidas. I might say Luton Should and Bournemouth. Should we just lock those in? Yeah. Yeah, let's go for Luton that. and Bournemouth are your answers. Two of the three current Premier League clubs who have never worn an Adidas kit. Now, according to Kit Bliss, whose knowledge I would never doubt on this because he has a comprehensive list across the 92 of clubs who have never worn an Adidas kit, I can tell you that Luton is incorrect. Ah. Their most famous kit was Adidas, mid eighties. Um, so there was a, there was a cool retro Luton, yeah, Adidas kit. yeah. very much so. Uh, Bournemouth, not that I can recollect it, is also incorrect. They have had an Adidas kit in their history, according to Kit Bliss. So the answers were, in fact, Aston Villa, mm. Everton, oh, and Manchester City. 
Right. You feel yes. quite Adidasy at some point. Oh, yeah. no, well, I, I, I think I think Villa feel quite Adidasy, and maybe yeah. uh, old school Everton sort of uh, Lineker days feel a bit Adidasy. But yeah, uh, they all feel Adidasy. I'm not. No. Can you picture Villa without Adidas stripes? You can't, can you? Blue Adidas stripes. Too too Crystal Palacey. I can tell you that Bournemouth wore Adidas in the late 70s and early 80s. Uh. Okay, question two. Which member of Spain's Euro 2000 squad later played for Coventry City? Oh, what a question. Spain 2000. You can look at Spain's Euro 2000 squad if you want. We can look at the Uh. squad. You can look at the squad. Are you sure? Wow. Yeah. I, I wouldn't expect you to know Spain's Euro 2000 squad before you answer the question. That's a different bit of trivia. You can have the squad in front of you if you like. Uh, okay. Let's take, not, let's take not, shake sure. you off. I, I, I don't know. No, no, no. I reckon, no, no I don't, don't, Joe. They want to win it the right way. Yeah. They want to know. <laughs> they want to think of a Spanish player yeah. at Coventry. Yeah. Thanks for the generous offer, but we'll... Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to bring up. Well, we won't, we won't, we, we won't reject it just yet. That's it. Yeah, um, yes. Let's have a think. Let's try and name some players for, for a start. I mean, I mean, I'm struggling to name a commentary player, let alone yeah. a Spanish commentary player. Um, right. What Blew my mind when I heard it. Blew my mind completely. Had no idea. Who were the keepers? Yeah, yeah I was thinking it's got to be a, a rogue keeper. I mean, they would have had, it would have been Magnus Hedman, maybe, maybe the latter years of Grizovic. I'm thinking commentary. You're obviously asking Spain, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> Where are you going with it? <laughs> um, maybe Canizares, maybe. Uh, no, I, I oh, think for Euro 2000, it, it would have been the big name keepers, wouldn't it? It would have been like Reina, De Gea, and. No, no, no 2000. 2000, 2000, 2000 Joe. 2 0 0. Uh huh. Oh, sorry, 2 0. Okay. It would have been. Mm. Um, the CS was knocking name? around then, I think, wasn't he? Just about. David De Gea was yeah, 10 years it. old in Euro 2000. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who are you guys? Absolute frauds. <laughs> I think Casillas, didn't Casillas make his debut in like the Champions League either that season or the season yeah. after? Zuba Zaretta? No. I think he would, that was a bit late. Zuba Zaretta, did he play for commentary? No, absolutely um, not. Sounds, sounds insane, doesn't it? I'm going to make an executive call here. Let's have a quick look at the squad. I'm going to have a quick look. I won't click into anyone because this is a tricky one and see um, if anyone here comes to mind. I can tell you now, none of these players are ringing a bell. Um, (laughs) At least you can rule some out. Yeah. I can rule rule a lot out. I'm loving this. I can't wait to get like fucking Tifo on and smash the shit out of them as well. (laughs) The keepers are um, Kanye Zaras of uh, Aftershave (laughs) fame, Casillas and Jose Molina. Kanye Zaras of uh, yeah. after aftershave fame, Casillas <laughs> and Jose Molina. All right, yeah, I remember him from uh, early chat managers. Um, I've ruled those out. I think. Yeah, I have Jose Molina in the mix personally, but um, yeah, all right. he's, he's yeah. a maybe. Molina's um, a maybe. Engonga is one of the more fringe players. Fran. Fran. Pe- Pedro Manutis. I don't remember him playing for Coventry. So I think the kind of more fringe shouts within the squad are Jose Molina. Or I, I think it'll be a, a more well-known player than a. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it'll be, be a honest. shot. I, I, I'm happy with. I, I reckon Fran could be a shout. I, I like quite like Fran. All right, let's go, go for Fran. Fran. Yeah, yeah. All right, we'll, we'll lock in Fran. I can confirm that Fran is incorrect. Oh no! You have uh-huh. said the name of the correct answer. Well, annoyingly for you, the correct <laughs> answer is midfielder Vicente Ingonga. 
Oh, no. Yes, eight games on loan at Coventry from Real Oviedo in 2003, uh, which brought about the end of his career. He was done. We saw Coventry and that was it. One last payout. Did, did you did you guys do you guys know him? Do you remember him at all? Vaguely remember him from Mallorca's 1998-99 Cup Winners Cup run. Right. Okay. Fair. Um, okay. Two questions down. Oh Zero points. Charlie, take it away for question three. Question three: What niche managerial ethos links the following managers: <laughs> Gerard Houllier, Juan de Ramos, Sol Campbell, Antonio Conte, and Steven Gerrard? Okay, Gerard Hulier, Juan de, Juan de Ramos, Sol Campbell. Right, Gerard Hulier, what, Juan de Ramos. What managerial ethos? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Niche okay. managerial ethos. Mm-hmm. Although, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't actually say it's too niche. It's pretty fucking niche, mate. Well, <laughs> niche, niche in its magnitude, but not necessarily in its documentedness. But let's not give it away. Julio Ramos, Sol Campbell, Conte, Steven Gerrard. Their ethos. Julio did some kooky things when he was gaffer, I'm sure. I think they're, they're all, well, a couple of them all, you know, boasted about making their players throw up in pre-season. I was thinking tough pre-seasons, but uh, I can't. Mm, that is very Conte. I just don't know enough about Sol Campbell's managerial career. Any ideas, lads? <laughs> this is a, this is a, no uh, fucking clue, to be honest. Dreadful, <laughs> dreadful start. Dreadful start. <laughs> I'll give you a sort of clue. I'll give you a sort of clue. And this might sound obvious, but rather than thinking about what links them all, if you if you focus on one, you'll get the rest. Okay. There's one name of those five in particular that I associate with this thing. Very modern phenomenon, you would say. Yeah. Okay. Oh, this is annoying. I'm trying to think of Gerard's interview with um, in the overlap. Noble. Favourite band that is Coldplay. Favourite um, band. <laughs> Yeah, I think you've done us here. Yeah. I, I don't have anything. The answer is that they all banned tomato ketchup. Oh, oh God. That's annoying. That's so annoying. <laughs> if if oh. anger was in there, if anger yeah. was in there, we would have got that. But, yeah. yeah, I think I associated I, with I, I, I think with Capello, did Venga actually, was it actually ketchup or yeah. was it just... Yeah, I don't know if it, I mean, we probably did ban ketchup, but it's more with him as like, introducing broccoli and that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. With fish. <laughs> the reason yeah. why Venga isn't in the list is because he did ban ketchup, but then immediately brought it back as a kind uh, of... Um, uh, yeah, yeah. And he brought it back um, as some sort of, you know, to make them feel like they had an element of control over what was going on. It was basically to appease the squad after they kicked off. Did, did the same happen with, with Moyes? I know Moyes banned ketchup, but then did Rio go in and complain? Moyes and banned chips. That was so chips. I can't that was say it. for that sure that he banned ketchup as well. It's, it's, it's a grey area. And I want, I want us to be watertight in this quiz. Yeah, you could have, no, you could have no, ketchup that, on other things. Exactly. Don't just have to have it on chips. Yeah. Ketchup, on your broccoli, yeah. ketchup on toast. Right. I just wasn't thinking ketchup really when it came to managerial ethos. Um, mm. I kind of went in a different direction, but but no qualms. That's um, an unhelpful so question. A, that's a, no, it's a great question. One day Ramos is the one I, I remember there being a lot of fuss about that when he came in at Spurs. Yeah. I don't remember Camp, Sol Campbell. I mean, at all. As South manager, End United yeah, banned ketchup, yeah. Right. Uh, a Wenger hangover, yeah. clearly. <laughs> um, right three questions down career we go you are still on zero but i've got faith That's in sad. you question four it's not getting any easier what is the final name in this sequence of the only players to perform a very specific feat in an england shirt Stuart pierce Stuart pierce ashley cole and blank this sequence of the only players to perform a very specific feat in an england shirt the first thing that comes to mind is penalty shootouts 
but left backs. I think Luke Shaw did Luke Shaw take left a penalty backs. in the did Luke Shaw take a penalty in the last Euros? Is it left backs taking penalties and penalty shootouts for England? Scoring penalties? Scoring penalties or taking because Pierce obviously scored he missed one in nineteen ninety, then scored one in ninety six. Yeah. Did he So maybe it's just, has he scored another one? Did he what, was no, he, he that would have been his that would have been his last tournament ninety six. Um Yeah, he wasn't in the ninety eight squad, was he? Uh, Ashley Cole, Ashley, the thing about Ashley Cole, he's probably would have taken more than one, probably would have taken in 04 and 06. Have England had any other penalty shootouts? 2012, was it? Maybe um, it's not penalty shootouts, but then... Yeah, <laughs> we just focused in on that. Wrong I don't know, it was the first thing that came to mind. Very specific feat. What else could it be? It's not, it's not own goals. I, I think it's definitely no, penalty shootouts. <laughs> Well, if it's Ash- if it's penalty, if it's left backs taking penalties, I would I reckon it's Ashley Cole again, because I'm sure he would have scored in 2006, and then maybe 2012. But then I'm sure did Luke Shaw score one in the last Euros, or was were England have England had more penalty shootouts? Yeah, maybe we're falling into a trap here, but I would Possibly. go left back, yeah. left left back related. So yeah, go with Shaw maybe. I, I think Luke Shaw in in 2020, 2020 but it's 2021, right? Yeah, we're going to go with Luke Shaw. I think the link is left-backs who have scored for England in penalty shootouts. Taken. Taken penalties. Taken, taken. You're on a decent track, but I'm afraid it is wrong. I'd say you're about 60% there. The answer is, it's players who have scored a left-footed penalty for England Ah, in a penalty shootout. mm. The sequence is Stuart Pearce, Stuart Pearce, Ashley Cole, and Jordan Pickford. Oh, right. Yeah, it was in the okay. Nations League third, fourth place playoff against Switzerland uh, in 2019. Sorry about that. <laughs> That's all right. So only, only is this the last four to score? The only four players to have ever scored wow. a left-footed penalty for England in a shootout. Ashley Cole failed in 2012 against Italy, mm. took one against Portugal in 2004, but didn't get it didn't get to him in 20, uh, 2006 because it had already been uh, right, okay. settled. So, did, um, did Luke Shaw not take one in the last Euros? No. No. I don't know if this is going to make you feel any better, but my original version of this question was going to be players who have ever taken a left-footed penalty for England and scored. And I was going back to the 1890s, trying to <laughs> fucking research whether this guy was left-footed or not, using old match reports. I'm like, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> so, yeah. So I'm afraid you're still on zero. Question five. Dave, their final question of the round. Question five. Chance for you to salvage some points in this round question five is name the two current premier league clubs whose stadium name has changed since they started playing in it in the premier league man city oh no sorry not a new stadium their names changed is that right yeah stadium name has changed yeah so new stadium new name don't yeah, yeah, got yeah. You. If um, if I'm correct, I think that was it originally the Brentford Community Stadium. Yeah, say, has G-Tech. that has that changed to GTEC? So I think that's one. Was the, was Brighton's always the Amex when they got up? Yeah, it was. Wasn't I it? I think so. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think there was a name change, but I'm not sure if it was Championship as well for Newcastle. Maybe they changed like Saint Sports James Direct Sports Direct, and then they yeah, changed but I think back. I think they very quickly changed it back. Yeah. yeah. Spurs has always been the Tottenham Potspur Stadium, sorry. Yeah, it hasn't got a name yet. West Ham, it hasn't changed from Olympic Stadium to London Stadium, though, has it? No. Maybe. It's just been, no. I think it's been London Stadium for football. 
what's Bournemouth Stadium called? It was Vitality, now it's something else, isn't it? So it's that, it was, right? It was originally Dean Court. Um, yeah, but it, in the Premier that. League. Yeah. In the Premier so League, I think it was is Vitality. It, if it's, is it no longer the Vitality? I don't think so. No, it's not the Vitality, no. It's got like a, I think it's got like a sponsored name. I'm, I'm happy with Brentford and Bournemouth. Yeah, I'll go for that. We'll, we'll go for Brentford and Bournemouth. Brentford is correct. Oh, God. They did start out uh, life as the Brentford Community Stadium and now they are the GTEC. But for the second time in this round, Bournemouth is the incorrect choice. <laughs> you said it. You said it right off the bat. It's Man City. Fuck's sake. They started oh. off at the city of Manchester Stadium, Stadium. and then obviously when the Abu Dhabi takeover happened, it became the Etihad. Oh, that's so annoying. Bournemouth, annoyingly, became Vitality the summer that they got promoted to the Premier League. And they're League. still Vitality. And they yeah. still are, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, of course I am slightly that's panicking about Olympic Stadium, London Stadium, but I no, think it's No, it's always okay. been the London Stadium. You're never, never going to have an yeah, Olympic has, Stadium yeah. in the Premier League. That, that, that shit. Yeah, you need flares always was for all sorts of stuff. Well, I'm ashamed to say... No, not. Why am I ashamed to say it? Um, <laughs> You're I'm uncomfortable to say. To say. <laughs> you have zero points in round one. Bring on your round one, career we go. Okay, we'll start with um, some classic odd one out questions. So question number one, which of the following brands has never sponsored a Premier League team? And this information is courtesy of oldfootballshirts.com, who, by the way, I did spot a lot of errors on their site um, earlier, <laughs> but anyway. Right. <laughs> <laughs> <But> well. <laughs> okay, so the options here are Sanderson, Mita Copiers, Mita or Mita, M-I-T-A, Bet12, Cash Converters. So of those brands, one of them has not sponsored a Premier League team. So Sanderson, Mita Copiers, Bet12 or Cash Converters. Were these clubs all Premier League clubs at the time of being sponsored? Yes. So Sanderson and Mita Copiers definitely were. Sanderson, Sheffield Wednesday, Mita, Villa. But my only qualms about that is that I think they sponsored Villa pre-Premier League. No, I think in the early... I think in the early days before they got Muller, yeah, Mitocopiers were, were Villa. Even in like the ninety three, ninety four, physically stopping the, myself they, from googling it. But yeah, no, I know. <laughs> trying when to think they of won their the league cup, kit. definitely weren't sponsored by Mitocopiers when they won the league cup. They, they won the they were Muller by the time they won the league cup. So okay, let, well then let's just park that for the moment and I, keep it in the re- back of our minds. But I'm sure that's when I would because I know I saw that as a kid. Unless I was seeing a historical kit but I reckon then in 92-92 does coincide with 92-93 was the first season I was like aware of football okay so forget about that for now quite a trick question cash converters are definitely a Premier League sponsor I think it was Hull yeah yeah I mean bet one two sounds made up it sounds like a sort of bet IO or sports bet kind of hybrid I'm I'm trying to spot the psychology there it sounds made up therefore it must be real I would go Bet one, two. Unless Cash Converters was one of those where it was Hull's sponsor when they were yo-yoing around and they were out of the Premier League at that point. I'd rather be wrong this way than than incur Charlie's silent wrath and we say had, my copiers. I'm just, just, I'm just being careful that we don't get caught out on... Because Wat, Watford had yeah, bet something right. when they got promoted <laughs> in 2016. But I think it was like Chinese. I think it was like bet 8-8 or something. And it was sort of... Don't think it was one two. It's hard because bet one two is probably one of those sponsors you wouldn't read it as bet one two, or or you'd never take in what it was. Like it wouldn't be written clearly as bet one two. I feel like like sportsbet.io or one of those weird betting ones. You're not really sure what it is or what it means. Are we all right with bet one two then? I think so. Okay, pretty solid. Lot 
Jick, uh, yes, correct. Bet one, two um, did not sponsor any of those football clubs. There was another betting um, sponsor called One Two Bet. Um, so ah. One Two Bet. They've done quite a bit. They've done a bit of sleeve sponsorship. Um, they also temporarily, I think temporarily at least, were also the prefix for Sellers Park, uh, which caused quite a bit of confusion because when people see it, they just think 12 bet. Um, it doesn't have like a hyphen in between. Yes. And um, with Mita, you did exactly fall into the trap I tried to set, but you navigated it well. So <laughs> Mita sponsored Villa from the 80s. They had a little period where Villa didn't have a sponsor. Mita then came back, but they only sponsored Villa for one season in the Premier League. And that obviously was the first season, 92 well to done, 93. Charlie. Well done, mate. Um, and with cash converters, they had a bit of a yo-yo with Hull, but they were in the Premier League with Hull from 2013 to 2014. So um, well navigated. Thank you, Joe. Okay, moving on to question number two of Odd One Out. Which of the following footballers has not been nominated for the Puskas Award? Giovanni Van Bronckhorst, Zlatan Ibrahimovic, Matty Burroughs, Peter Crouch. So one of those players has not been nominated for a Puskas Award. When was Van Bronckhorst saying goal in the World Cup? 2010? 2010 World Cup. Yeah. Would that have been that year's entry? I'm just trying to think if there's anything else from that year. He's he's just nominated. So he's a nominee, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I guess that might have been. It was. The the nominee list has got shorter. Like it it used to be quite long. Now it's down to three. So Zlatan, Zlatan must, for that goal against England. Definitely. No one from out the area. That's definitely in. Matty Burroughs just oozes Puskas Crouch the only one I could think that he would be nominated for was his volley for Stoke against Manchester yeah. Man City, City one yeah. I don't think that was nominated but I don't think yeah I, I'm not sure that would have been nominated F- it feels a bit too humdrum I think Van Bronckhorst scoring in a World Cup is a would, great great goal would and get, it so is a great goal it would attract it would attract the, the eyeballs of FIFA yeah I think we're okay with Crouchy here aren't we yeah okay Peter Crouch Crouch could have been... He also scored that overhead goal that's often replayed, uh, but... Come with uh, ten a penny. Yeah. Let's go with him. That is correct. Yeah. Yes, Peter Crouch. So his goal against Man City, I think, was it? Uh, was yeah. not yeah. nominated. Giovanni Van Bronckhorst, correct. Um, in the 2010 World Cup against Uruguay, scored a sensational long-range strike. Zlatan Ibrahimovic was the bicycle kick against England. Um, and Matty Burrows... I did score an incredible goal. Um, I don't have the year to hand, but it was for Glenn Torren. And it was essentially, I think at the was. time, <laughs> at the time it was the, the Irish League in Northern Ireland. I think it was sponsored by Caroline, which adds to it as well. Essentially, it was an aerial backheel from the edge of the box. Yeah, um, I remember. So that got, yeah. Oh, yes. That got yes. Matty Burroughs in, into the mix. It's like a deluxe scorpion kick. That is that is vintage Matty Burrows, isn't it? <laughs> Matty Burrows doing Matty Burrows. Stop that, Matty Burrows. <laughs> nice. Okay, well played. A uh, little bit worried about the difficulty level here, considering we got zero <laughs> out of five. Really sorry. Um, and football cliches are two for two. Um, but we will move on to question number three. Okay, question number three. Which of the following players has made more than one Premier League appearance? Marco Branca, Per Kraldrup, Ryan Tonicliffe, Martin Caceres. So one of those players has played in the Premier League more than once. Can you give me the name? Great question. Oh, man. Coldrop, I remember being a pretty... For the time, like Everton spent like five million on him or something, which was sort of seen as a bit of a splash. I think he's played more than once. He got into... But But I got a feeling that he didn't because... I can remember them spending like 5.5 million or something around the time where they finished fourth and then didn't get into the Champions League. I've got a feeling like it was a complete bomb and he like 
didn't play many games, but he might have played more than one. He sounds more solid, but I don't know if, you know, like he's like, oh, he must have done a bit, but I don't know if that necessarily means he did. I mean, you think he was plagued by injuries. Tunnicliffe? Did Tunnicliffe not play more than once? I'm pretty happy with the uh, with the fact that Branker played once because he got Middlesbrough promoted mm. from the Championship, Division 1, sorry. And then is that the same? Just got, is that the same one? Yeah. The Middlesbrough yeah. Branker, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, and he, in 97, yeah, he just, 98. Yeah, he just got sold straight away. Um, obviously got unsettled, but I think he played one game. Uh, I'm. Who's Branco? Is there Branco? Or is that why I made that up? There's Branco, yeah, but he was the, the Brazilian left back. Marco Branco was the shaven headed striker. He'd come from Inter, I think. Caceres. Who did Martin Caceres play for? Southampton? Maybe. No. I'm I not don't sure. Know I mean, think about this guy whatsoever. Did, I think this one we might just need to guess because, I mean, Tunnicliffe, to me, feels like he might have played more than one. But... Is this United, Tunnicliffe, or Stoke? It wasn't United. I thought he was like a United youth product. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of something else. Yeah, Someone he else. was. Yeah, Ryan Tunnicliffe. So it's just about whether he played once or twice in my head. Branker's Branker's a one-er. Should we try Caceres, given we know the least about him? Yeah, that, that's the best logic I can come up with, yeah. I mean... Yeah. Right. Martin Caceres. Martin Caceres. Uh, I'm relieved to say that that is incorrect. <laughs> um, yeah. So Martin Caceres is part of the, the Warner Club, as um, Adam Harry has just coined. Um, so Marco, Marco Branca, you are correct. He did just play one Premier League game. So Branca's record for Middlesbrough is pretty incredible, um, to be honest. 12 league appearances, nine goals. Um, but 11 of those league appearances were in the championship. He then got injured when they, they got to the Premier League. So um, Marco Branca did play in the Premier League once. Martin Caceres just had one Premier League appearance. That was indeed for Southampton in 2017. Prior to that, he had a very distinguished career where he played for Barcelona, Sevilla, Juventus, 116 caps for Uruguay. Um, yeah. But he did just have a brief cameo at Southampton. Per Kraldrup, I think Dave, you called this correct. He did just have one appearance. He was at Everton from 2005 to 2006. Um, but Ryan Tunnicliffe, who you correctly said was a Manchester United youth product. But he, was, Adam, he was Fulham as well, wasn't he? That's where I yeah. know yeah. the name from. But Exactly. He was yeah. with Fulham. He had 59 league appearances for Fulham altogether. He also had long stints at Wigan, Blackburn, Wigan again. Um, but according to the Premier League website, he does have three Premier League appearances. Uh, and those all were for, were for Fulham. Yeah, that's how I knew him was Fulham rather than United. But I couldn't, I, I mean, not that I, I couldn't obviously confidently say he made Premier League appearances. Mm-hmm. I'm all right with that. Ryan I'm at peace with that. I'm okay. The ship yeah, is steady. And, mm-hmm. and as well, I did toy with putting Bebe in there. Um, so just out of interest, how many Premier League appearances do you think Bebe made for Manchester United? Ooh. Fewer than five? Definitely than five. on one hand, yeah. He had one lampooned one and that's all I know. Yeah, that's I can only, only think of one. They must have yeah. played him again to give him another shout, so I'll say three. Yeah, he played twice. So Bebe <laughs> played in the Premier League twice. Yeah, I think the kind of lampooned one from memory was potentially against Wolves. He's like running down the right wing and just massively overhits um, multiple ah. crosses. It would be a yes. good option. Yeah. Okay, moving on to the next odd one out. And this odd one out is called Stand By Me. So which of the following players was not part of England's World Cup 2018 standby list? Tom Heaton, Jack Cork, Jake Livermore, Lewis Cook. So one of those players was not part of the um, 2018 standby list. Straight off the bat, I'm saying Lewis Cook. I think the other three sound very standby unless I, they were in the squad. I think I've got a bit of knowledge on this one <laughs> Livermore Good. Livermore I think got an in here Livermore I think was because I I recently when, when he scored two, the two goals recently against QPR when the people I was with in the pub were kind of they went down a Jake Livermore rabbit hole 
And they're like, why? What, what, how's he still playing? What, how old is he? Uh-huh. How long ago did he play for England? And we looked it up and like saw that he was on standby for the for the World Cup. Okay. Um, Solid knowledge. That will take that. <laughs> Heaton feels right. Cook that he would have been. I, is he not in the squad though? Cook. What well, Butland was though? Probably wasn't he? Uh, but I, I think Cook was on standby. And then I think that Heaton somehow got into the squad. I've got, I've got a memory of being at the England training camp in Rapino and seeing Tom Heaton. Oh, for Jordan, but he might have been Why on are you G- disguising this as like, oh, maybe? You fucking saw him there. Well, he was I mean, there. I, I might be but he might have it. been on the standby and then gone. Yeah. Because the other keepers be in the squad, up. so Pickford was number one. Was Jack Butland. Jack was there, wasn't he? And then it was Heaton. I think Heaton got in ahead of Forster. Or like maybe Forster got injured or... Or was it Pope? No, was Pope there? I mean, Jack Cork sounds... Up and get injured. Maybe Lewis Cook is ahead of Jack Cork then because Lewis Cook was up and coming, might have been considered to be quite an exciting... Do they even put goalkeepers on standby? You've got three of them already. Oh, of course, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, there would be another one. Wasn't that the season that Burnley finished sixth or something, Charlie? They finished seventh, I think, yeah. Uh, it puts him in the picture for me. Yeah, but wasn't Pope... Yeah. Didn't Pope... But wasn't Heaton ahead of him at that point? In, in the Burnley packing order. Yeah, I've, I, I don't know. I've just got an unshakable image of Tom Heaton walking out from the <laughs> from the from the complex onto the pitch, bouncing a ball, chatting to Jordan Pickford. I've also forgotten the question, but let's do it. I think I think Jack Cork wasn't on standby, and I'm happy to take okay. the bullet if we get let's this wrong. Let's do Jack Cork. Jack Cork. That fi- that feels the most logical guess. So let's do that. Jack Cork. I've got to say, good leadership from Dave Walker there. Jack Cork. <laughs> Is correct. Come on. Wow. Yes. Lewis Cook was on standby. Wow. Cook has one cap for England, which he got in 2017. And Jack Cork has one cap for England as well, which he got around the same time. So um, I think Dave, wow. you uh, negotiated that well. So excuse me, uh, um, Jack Cork actually got his cap for Eng- one cap in 2018. So yeah, well played, David Walker. Well done, Dave. Okay, question number five. And this one is called No Man is in Ireland. So which of the following players has not played for either the Republic of Ireland or Northern Ireland? Lee Camp, John Mackin, Paddy McCarthy, Owen Coyle. So one of those players has not played for either the Republic of Ireland or Northern Ireland. Owen Coyle has played for the Republic of Ireland. John Mackin has played for the Republic. Who was the first name? Lee Camp. Isn't he English? Lee Camp Camp played for Northern Ireland. Oh, he's in Northern Irish. He was England under 21, then he played for Northern Ireland. Right. Grandma situation. But then it has to be McCarthy then by process of elimination. Yeah, I think he's picked the most Irish one of all and (laughs) actually hasn't played for either of them. I'm, I'm, I'm very confident about this. Worryingly good for Madam Harry. The logic is solid across the board. Yes, correct. Paddy McCarthy um, did not play for the Republic of Ireland. The Lee Camp one surprised me, to be fair, but um, not, not, it wasn't news to you, it appears, Adam. So that puts us 4-0 up good start, after lads. the first rounds. Just um, re- remember as well, we are the only football trivia a specific podcast out there. So um, this is a good confidence boost. <laughs> I feel like you might drag this back in round mm. two. The audio rounds... Um, Our audio round is called Dion Dubbin. (laughs) I have dubbed some cult audio football moments into foreign languages using AI. You just have to tell me who it is and what the scenario was in which they were speaking. This is genuinely entertaining. AI is terrifying. And (laughs) these five questions are more or less in ascending order of difficulty. If you don't get the first one, you're fucked. Okay, here's the first clip. Who's this? Dubbed into German. 
Du hast den Job wegen der Empfehlung einer Legende bekommen. Du bist nichts, du bist ein Narr und du verschwendest Zeit. Gute Nacht. Um, it's mate, isn't right. it? The, what's his name? Oh, I can't remember his name. Um, uh, Tate. Uh, uh, is, it Andy, is it Andy Tate? Not Andrew Tate. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, Andy Tate, yeah, maybe. An important yeah. distinction. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll go. You've lost Andy the fans Tate. tonight. No. Yeah, you got the top job and a technicality of a legend. Yeah. Good and good night. Yeah, so absolutely right. Tate. That is absolutely right. Andy Tate calling out David Moyes. You have lost the fans tonight. You don't deserve the fans. You don't deserve anything from this club. You got the job on the technicality of a legend who recommended you. You are nothing. You are a fool and you are a waste of time. Good night. You're on the board. Congratulations, guys. You've got yes. a point. Great start to round two. Right. Question two in round two, Dion Dubbin. Who is this? Dubbed into French. I don't J'ai dû rater ça. Oh. C'était un carton rouge. Cresso! Tu n'as pas suivi. Mm. Moi, non. Je ne sais pas d'où ça vient, Chris. Je n'ai aucune idée de ce qui s'est passé là. Qu'est-ce qui s'est passé, Chris? Je ne sais pas. Je ne peux pas respirer. La bonne réponse m'est apparue. Ouais. Je ne suis pas là. AI goes very strange sometimes. That's that, was, that, was, that was a, a little bit X-rated at times, I think. All I got there, there was red card mentioned. I think it's John Ambers. Eric Cantona, no, no, the red no. card. I don't no, think he says no. red card in the commentary. I think he just says he's punched, a, he's kicked a fan. He's Huge yeah. moment. Huge yes, moment for Korea. I don't think it's from Pierce. I think you're right, Bobby. It's Chris Confident. I just... Because they, they all re- the soccer Saturday all like react, don't they? And that's that screaming amongst themselves, Charlie. <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> they all react when he's like, um... okay, okay, well, well I'm a vote. Just... I, re- I reckon Kamara Stellan. I think it's Jonathan Pierce, the Eric Cantona red card, but we go majority. Oh, he doesn't say red card because he doesn't even show the red card. He might card. do now. I'm, I'm, I'm this is AI though. This is this is this is AI. No, no, um, but it, it, no. It would be the comment. It would on. be the comment. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll, all right, we'll, 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 we'll go. We'll go. Uh, Kamara and Stelling. Dave, play the correct answer, please. I don't know, Jeff. Has it? I must have missed that. The red card. Chris, have you not been watching? I haven't. I don't know where that's come from, Chris. I have no idea what has happened there. What's happened, Chris? Uh, I don't know, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The, right- the AI made him sound a lot more angry than he was in real life. Two from two, excellent stuff. Number three, who's this? Captain Spanish. Lo siento, puedes sentarte allí y mirar y jugar con todas tus tonterías de máquinas tanto como quieras. Soy el gerente de un equipo de fútbol. Soy un gerente experimentado. Sí, si los chicos no han hecho suficiente, los castigaré, pero no los castigaré por eso esta noche. ¿Quién ganó el premio al mejor del partido? Oh, perdón, entonces debe haber jugado bastante bien. Muchas gracias, chicos. Los veo después. Bueno, gracias por unirte a nosotros. Lo apreciamos. I don't know what the AI was doing at the end there. I think it's Big Ron with Keys and Gray. I, I thought I it was. Thank you very uh, much, boys. Just banter. I was thinking just banter. But I, I heard thank I, you very much and good night. Uh, so I think it's the big uh, Ron one. I, I'm happy with big Ron okay. with Keys. Okay, Gray. fine. Happy. We'll go. We'll go big Ron. Uh, you can play. You know, you know the cliches intro. We'll go with big Ron and and uh, Keys and Gray. Big Ron is correct. You may say that. We don't think so, you know, Richard. 
I'm sorry, you can sit there and look and play with all your silly machines as much as you like. I'm manager of a football team, I've been an experienced manager. Yeah, if the boys hadn't done enough, I'll whip them. I ain't whipping them for that tonight. Who won the Man of the Match award? Dave Besant won the oh, Man Oh, sorry, the so he must have played not bad then. Thank you very much, lads. See you later. OK, Ron. Well, thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. The AI did a nice, it did do a nice Keezy voice, didn't it? I was gonna, that, that's that that's what so gave it away good. for me. <laughs> it's really good fun. <laughs> yeah, Ricardo yeah. Keys in there, that gave it away for me, yeah. Yeah, any Spanish speakers might have picked up a Maquinas, Partido, and, um, Joe, which is Gracias, um, <laughs> uh, what was it, Chico's, which I thought was lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's so good, this is. Anyway, yeah, right, amazing. three out of three in the audio round, but we continue to get harder. This is question four. Who is this, dubbed into Portuguese? Sim, eu não acho que ele se saiu mal no Arsenal. Eu acho que ele entrou no time e eu senti... Espere um momento. Eu achei que Isso o garoto alto. entrou no time e foi bem, sabe? Mas estou te dizendo agora. E eu posso estar agora. Eu não, eu não queria dizer isso na frente dele. Mas ele vai direto para o topo, direto para o topo. Bem, aí está você. Posso te isso. dizer agora, eu não há dúvidas sobre isso na minha opinião. AI is amazing. I love it. That's it. All I picked up on that, it sounds like a sort of Liverpudlian accent. Yeah, in exactly. I was thinking Cara, but what? Um, something in, some, someone did, ends on, did, in my opinion. There was Arsenal mentioned that, in my opinion. Yeah. I wonder, would it be Jamie Carragher and uh, complaining about the celebrations? Yes. Yes. I think you should hear yeah. it one more time. Have a listen one yeah. more time. All right, okay. Sim, okay. eu não acho que ele se saiu mal no Arsenal. Eu acho que ele entrou no time e eu senti... Espere um momento, eu achei que Isso o garoto entrou no time e foi bem, sabe? Mas estou te dizendo agora, e eu posso estar agora, eu não, eu não queria dizer isso na frente dele. Mas ele vai direto para o topo, direto para o topo. Bem, aí está você. Posso Ouviu te isso? dizer agora, eu não há dúvidas sobre isso na minha opinião. All right, it's not that because there's a round of applause. What's that direct what, 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 What's the thing at the end? And there ain't no doubt about that, in my opinion. Oh, that's hardly yes. the Frank Lampard thing, but I heard Lampard. It is. I heard it's that. Pastor. It's exactly that. You're bang and on, Joe. No, it's okay. We'll go with that. Um, Harry Redknapp, big, bigging up um, a young Frank Lampard at the West Ham fan chat. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he did badly at Arsenal. I think he came into the side, and I felt. Hang on, just a moment. One at I a time. I thought the kid came into the side and did did well, you know. But I'm telling you now, and not, and I may be now. I didn't want to say this in front of him, but he will go right to the very top. Right to the very top. Well, there you are. You heard it here first. Can I... Uh, and I, I tell you now, there ain't no doubt about that, in my opinion. That was the moment that I got it. Because I'd forgotten who it was when I was playing this out. <laughs> you read your top. You read your top. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's tremendous. I could just do this for an hour, frankly. This is one of the best rounds, yeah. Amazing. You've come roaring back so far. Absolutely yeah. stunning. So it's for all. You could go ahead for the first time in this quiz with question five. Who is this dubbed, frankly, incredibly appropriately into Italian? Abbiamo segnato un gol perfettamente valido. Lo portiamo a 2 a 0. Partita finita. Abbiamo vinto la partita. Fischer ci ha costato due punti oggi. È la norma. Spiega, puoi spiegare come è stato annullato il gol? No, l'ho fatto due volte. Mi hanno colpito, non l'ho fatto, l'ho fatto due volte. Mi hanno colpito, è saltato fuori. Questo è quello che ho fatto per Foster. Scherzo. Sto parlando di licenziare questo, licenziare quello. Aiutate gli ufficiali. Chiaramente hanno bisogno di aiuto. Chiaramente. Giochiamo nella Premier League. La miglior lega del mondo, la lega più seguita del mondo. Date loro tutto l'aiuto di cui hanno bisogno, perché chiaramente ci è costato due punti oggi. È uno scherzo. I think I know it. I think it's Charlie Austin's post-match interview. Oh, I like it. He's, 
Yeah, let's just the sound the pitch and the tone sounds right. We'll go for Charlie Austin's famous sort of post-match interview rant. Dave Walker. We scored a perfectly good goal. Make it 2-0. Game's done done dusted. We win the game. Fisher's cost us two points today. It's standard. Explain. Can you explain why yeah, the goal was disallowed? They said it's offside. Hit my. I didn't. I hit it twice. Hit me. Bob that. That's why I done Foster. It's a joke. They've gone about var this, var that. Help the officials out. Clearly they need help. Clearly we play in the Premier League, the best league in the world, the most watched league in the world. Give them all the help they need because clearly it cost us two points a day. It's a joke. It's correct. Uh, the best thing about the about. AI there. The best thing about the AI there is it basically has the same duration to play with, but has to squeeze more syllables in. <laughs> so it has to just play at insane speed. But what an incredibly yeah. compelling Italian man Charlie Austin is. I know, I know. I was, I was, yeah, I was listening more intently than I did when, uh, when he was saying it in English. So yeah, I'm having that. That's amazing. One hundred percent record for career we go in hit audio round Dion Dubin. Really enjoyed putting it together. Um, more or less enjoyed you getting them all right. Actually, the, the look in your faces was was worth it. You lead five four as we go into our second round. Take it away. Okay, so this is also our audio round. Um, a career we go, we are famous for our terrible puns, which are actually um, outdoing us today. But some of these questions uh, will explore Andy Gray's body of work um, and thus will be called Andy Gray's Anatomy. So um, <laughs> do stay tuned for that. So, okay, question number one. This is both a mystery goal and an Andy Gray's Anatomy. So can you tell me the goal? I take a bowson. Take a bow. You are not going to see a better goal than this. Great ball from Foy. Even better ball from Sinclair. But that is just sensational. Outside the right foot. Right. Man City, do we think? Well, f- Foy, Foy, oh, West Foy Ham. And Sinclair West Ham, I was thinking, uh, yeah. Uh, is it the Decanio one? The Decanio volley? Oh, surely. Was, surely. So he's, But he says great ball from Foy, even Sinclair better was ball the cross, from Sinclair. Sinclair crossed it. Sinclair yeah, crossed it. There you go. There you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Let's 100%. go with that. Di Canio. You're going with Paolo Di Canio uh, for West Ham against, against Wimbledon. Wimbledon. Yeah. Wimbledon, yeah. Which is correct. Yes. Very well played by both Andy Gray and football cliches. That brings us back to 5-5. Five, five. Number two, this is a mystery goal again. So can you tell me the goal? They put their foot on the throttle in the second half. Headed out by McCann. McCann, is it Grant McCann? Or Gavin McCann. Gavin McCann was playing for Villa at the time. Headed it, headed out a set piece, volleyed back with interest by Paul Scholes off the crossbar. Yes, that is correct. So in 2006, yes. exactly as it, um, as you summarised there, Adam, headed clear, clear if you could say headed clear, um, by Gavin McCann. And then, Only um, as far Paul's- as... Yes, exactly. <laughs> so moving on now to question number three. And this again is another Grey's Anatomy. Oh, sorry, I'm applauding. That's genius. That is genius. I know that. <laughs> that's that's Robert Perez at, at Villa. March 2002. <laughs> oh, Charlie's coming in with the ears. <laughs> Great, the peak of his powers oh, there. But the fact you can hear him applauding is yeah, the it's amazing, best. amazing. There has been no one better, has there? No, no. Yeah, ju- just to complete the formalities, Charlie. So that was Robert Perez scoring for Arsenal at Aston Villa in March two thousand and two. Yeah, exactly. On that point, I think we're talking about how how great Ali McCoy's co-commentary is at the moment. It is great. It doesn't even come close 
Yeah. Like he appreciates technical brilliance and he has enthusiasm and yet still it's not even the same yeah. ballpark. Yeah, that, no, that's not a good grey one. Same planet. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't it also weird? You've probably you boys have probably touched on this more that sort of in their post Premier League career, probably maybe through the throughout their Premier League commentary career, Pease is weirdly the alpha out of the two uh, mm. as opposed it's to really, Gray. The dynamic's so weird mm. how yeah. it's changed. Yeah. Also, is there a power that Gray has that comes with not really caring and just sort of like nodding along? Like Keys like, secured yeah. really... their deals clearly from now on. Since Sky, Keezy's just arranged everything and Gray's just along for the ride. Um, That's entirely the vibe I get. Okay, moving on to the next question of our audio round. And for this one, I want you to tell me the year. So I'm going to play some audio from um, the football landscape of a particular year, accompanied by popular music of that year. So can you tell me the name? Yeah, yeah. He's coming in gold dust. Away by Lucio, who else? Clive, it's all kicking off. Bread and butter for Charlie this, surely. Yeah, we're guessing the season there, do you say? It will be the calendar year. So I'll, oh, the calendar e- year. E- everything that, will be from a particular calendar year. That will be 2010, because that's that's the Drogba title-winning, effectively, goal at Old Trafford that was offside and then into winning the Champions League. Or pro- That was probably them knocking out Barca. Yeah, Lucio is the only, only thing that chimed with me. And I thought well, that could only be Inter 2010. Rooney had like a weird season where he scored loads of headers, didn't he? Yeah, including that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I think it was against in, in the Champions League against Milan he scored a bunch and it was quite That's striking. it exactly so um, the Rooney header was in the League Cup final I think Michael Owen started that game Rooney came on around the against hour Villa. Yes, against Villa. Dare I say, come at the hour. Um, but hmm. yes, Rooney came on, scored a header. I think during that period, he scored more, I think in that month, he scored more headed goals than he had in his career previously. Um, so that obviously was United beating Villa 2-1 in the um, in the League Cup. Drogba, as you said correctly, Charlie, um, he was offside, I think, against United. Um, yeah. But he, he um, I think that was 2-1 to Chelsea that game. Lucio, exactly. And I put Jim Beglin in at the end as well, where he was doing a bit of a Maud Flanders impression. Oh, of course. Yeah. Um, Yes, talking about how it's all kicking off when obviously Mourinho took to the pitch. Um, So 2010 is correct. Okay, and now the final question. Mourinho, he could be in here, he's all alone. He scored! Sensation! Here's Coleman. Morales, onside, 2-0! Whether Cardiff can sustain a, a long term future in the Premier League, I'm not so sure. You know, with six games to go, you know, getting promoted and then, you know, securing the the title midweek. That's around 2014 or 2013. Cardiff got promoted in for the 13-14 season. Yeah, they got promoted in 13, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know if he's talking there about them going up. Barini, so that's... That's probably a Sunderland days, isn't it? Do you already left? Final voice is Nigel Pearson getting Leicester promoted to the Premier League. Oh, then that would be 2014. Did they win the title the next season or the season after that? Yeah, no, they, no, no, no. They lost the season after, they but lost they got in the promoted playoffs. in 14. Okay, so you yeah. do the maths on that and that's what I think it is. 12-13 was the Deeney 
playoff game. Yeah. So, and then they won the league the, the year after in 13, 14. So it's 14 yeah. we're looking at. Four, 14 was when they went up. 2014. So, yeah. And, and I, I thought it was either 14 or 13 from the Cardiff stuff. So yeah, let's go 14. Annoyingly, that is correct. Yes, 2014. <laughs> um, so the first clip you heard there was... I think it's Fabio, was it? Fabio Barini? Yeah. Um, that against Newcastle for Sunderland? That was for Sunderland against Man City in the League Cup uh, final. I think it was. They went 1-0 uh, up only for City to win 2-1. Um, the next... 3-1, uh, I think. Was, I think they added a late third. 3-1. I was at that game. I happened to be at that game. Just never, never, never quite um, managed to sound like a dick when he does it. Just I can't get my head around. <laughs> um, the next goal was uh, Kevin Morales um, for Everton against Manchester United. Everton won that game 2-0. I think that was the end of the David Moyes era. If, if, yeah, if I'm correct. The next voice you heard was Danny Gabadon, obviously, um, chatting about Cardiff City um, when they were getting relegated from the Premier League in 2014. Um, and then, yes, Nigel Pearson at the end, uh, in a quite modest way, talking about how well uh, Leicester City had done to um, to win the championship. So 2014 was correct. Fantastic. That means football cliches lead nine points to five after two rounds each. We'll take a quick break. Back very shortly. Welcome back to the Football Clichés Quiz 10. Football Clichés versus Career We Go. The scoreline is 9-5 after two rounds. We're heading into the third and final round. 15 points on offer each. So there's loads to play for now. Right, for this third round, we're going to do a question each and then uh, bash it back and forth until we've done five questions each. As I said, three points on offer per question for a total of 15. So everything could change here. Clichés will go first for this final round. All our questions are happy hunting grounds. The hit quiz format. I've limited Ooh. it. A few, few tweaks to this. I've limited it to levels one to three on happy hunting grounds of difficulty. You're going to choose levels one to three for each question. And um, you're going to get a combination of Premier League team and Premier League stadium. And you have to tell me who scored for that team at that stadium and which season it happened. It's all or nothing. You have to tell me both to get the points. So... Question one, how many points are you looking for here? Do you want one, two or three? I, I think there's five questions. Let's let's have a look at a two, I think. Right. Your level two happy hunting grounds for question one is Arsenal at the Riverside Stadium. Right. I, I remember Canu scored a lovely little, whatever that's called, like a looks looks like a Cruyff turn, but it's not a, that little flip. I think they won 6-1 and I think it was 98. 99 yeah Middlesbrough were in the Premier League um has there been more a more recent one because my when you said the Canu one there it is it is familiar was it Canu like yellow J- JVC all right well should we do it nine, eight, nine, yeah, nine. Sure, is that definite yeah you know yeah, that season yeah. really well obviously with the Trevons I think he left after that today I'm just trying to think quickly if there's any well should we just the first thing that came go to my head like, should we yeah, just yeah, do yeah, it let's do it yeah We'll go Canu uh, in 98, 99. Charlie? That is correct. All of that was absolutely spot on, yeah, in a 6 1 win. Which was Arsenal's biggest away Premier League win until uh, February of this year, yeah, West Ham. Mm. Scored twice that day, nice. the lanky Nigerian. Bobby, very much uh, living up to your role as career he goes, Charlie Eccleshire, I think. Yeah. <laughs> 
Game recognises game. Um, right, scores 9-7. Let's have half first question for round three, please. Right, so your round is going to be um, our title round in our podcast, Career We Go, okay. where we list out a player's CV from the start of their career till the end of their career. Um, the only tweak this time is um, you'll get three points if you name the player after his first two clubs or within his first two clubs, two points within the net two clubs and one point for anything further on. Um, you're only allowed one guess, so I'll give you a pause after after every two clubs and you can decide whether you, you go in or not. Okay. So okay. you ready for your first yep. player? So his career spanned from 1990 to 2012. His first club was New York Rockets. His second club was St. Catherine Wolves. Okay, let's assess the situation. He's American. He started his career in 1990 and played for 22 years. It's a goalkeeper. It's an American goalkeeper. That could be a Brad Friedel. That the timings and he Brad Friedel stopped in. It's very wait. No, Brad Friedel didn't stop in 2012. He he was still going then. So it can't be him. Tim Howard carried on, didn't he? Casey Keller. Casey Keller. It could be. That seems really late for Keller. No, that That sounds about. That sounds that sounds more right. Who other? Who else? Who else is there? Probably as a keeper. It could be a defender as well. It could be a defender who just went on and on and on. But anyway, should we? We need another team anyway, don't we? Uh, we can't do it off that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, we, we can guess, but like, yeah. Let, I we think can take two more teams, still get two points. So yeah, we've got the. We cushion, might as well. We? Ca- we might as well do it. We might as well. Because if we we'll get if it if in we, the next if we, two, if we get a Millwall in the next two, and we know it's Keller. Right. So his next two clubs were Germinal Eckeren and Anderlecht. Ooh. Oh, hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. We know it's an American. I think it might not be a goalkeeper. I think it's Kobe Jones. I, this is not my guess. This is not our official guess. I think it's Kobe Jones because I know he had something. I did. We're waiting for Coventry. He then he ended up at Vasco da Gama, absurdly. But we haven't had any of those yet, but that might be later. Coventry, so he might, played for Coventry after the World Cup, didn't he? In 94. Yeah. yeah. 94, so, yeah. I mean, when I, when you said initially when it was 90, clubs in I four thought, years. I wonder if it is someone of that Kobe Jones vintage, but... If he started his career in 1990, will he have played? Will Kobe Jones play for four clubs before the summer of 1994? With him, it's possible. With Kobe Jones, well, it would be a punt. I'm moving away from goalkeepers. I have to say, because none of those ring true for playing. I think take the, take the next two clubs. Yeah, fine. we've still got the fine. cushion. Right. We've got the cushion. Yeah, yeah we'll right. take the point if we need it. Go for it. So one point and a half for now. Um, his next two clubs. Where Everton and Fulham. Oh, oh so it must be oh. Brian McBride. Or, really? Yeah. Wait, yeah. no, 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 no. Wait, yeah. No, it's Joe Max Moore. Wait. No, it's not. Joe Max Moore. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's no late, he didn't it? play for Fulham. He didn't play for Fulham. He just played Brian for Everton. Brian McBride, McBride played did. for Everton and Fulham. And he played for Everton first, not not to any great success, and oh. then was very good for Fulham. Okay. It's McBride. Brian McBride okay. played for Wembley. Because I wrote a fucking piece about it. <laughs> In twenty twelve. In 2012? Yeah. There you go. It's McBride. It's McBride. Brian McBride. Brian McBride. Yeah, it's got to be. Brian McBride for one point is incorrect. No! No! The correct player was Thomas Radzinski. I was going to say that. He's Belgian. He's basically Belgian, isn't he? He played in fucking Belgium. I was going to say that. I'm such an idiot. And then I thought, no, no, because he's Canadian. Ah, As if that ruled him out. Of course it could have still been him. Ah, Why didn't I say that? Of course a Canadian could have played in America. Uh, um, That's a killer. What a great question. What a brilliantly, brilliantly <laughs> framed question from I think, start I think to finish. You fell, you've, 
you fell into every sort of trap we tried to lay there. It was um, goalkeeper, American, McBride, Everton and Fulham. But yeah, it was in fact Thomas Rosinski. So oh, unlucky there, guys. I, I will say this. Should've this said. is the closest, closest a football trivia question could ever get from start to finish to someone playing their part and still not getting the answer. We played our part there. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Nine, seven. Okay. Nine, seven, yeah. Okay. Right. Your second happy hunting grounds question. What level are you going to go for? You trail by two points. Might go for another two. Get back on, yeah. on level terms, I think. Sure. Oh, all right. It will do two. Okay. Here we go. Okay. Your happy hunting grounds level two for question two is Tottenham Hotspur at St. James's Park. Yeah. Um, did, did Harry Kane get the only goal in the 5 1 or whatever it was? Yes. At the end of the. Was that That's in, correct? Um, yeah. Was that in 15-16? Was that the Leicester season? Ooh, I thought it was the season after. I could be wrong, though. Another one that's coming to mind is, I'm not sure, but I I think I heard Les Ferdinand chat before about how he scored against... How he He scored scored against his former team. Yeah, Yeah. he scored a lot of goals against Spurs, I think. I do remember the Harry Kane one. I'm just not sure in the year. It was hardly the cool. I mean, with with this, I I always just like zone in on one specific thing, but like surely... Surely Kane what? scored there in the last few seasons. Yeah, like. no, Kane definitely has, and I'm pretty confident what, that. Yeah, what, 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 what year? What year do you might think it might be, Bobby, for for Harry Kane? I think it's fifteen sixteen. I think it was like the last game of the season, and um, I think Spurs lost like five one or six one or something. Yeah, but I can't, I can't be sure. Mm. But I don't even know if Kane would I have scored was, then. But I thought that was later, but I could be wrong. Yeah, maybe. Um, what about have they played this season? Presumably. All right, I'll do Kane. I'm doubting myself on that. Fifteen, sixteen. I'll do Kane the following season, sixteen, seventeen. I'm afraid Spurs didn't score at St James's Park in 2016, oh. 17. Um, 15, 16 was Eric Lamella in a five-one defeat. Um, oh, it was Lamella. All right, fine. Harry Kane. Last last season, Kane scored in the six-one Newcastle win. Was that oh, last year? okay, yeah. Was that he, the like five? five he struck yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Kane got the. Yeah. Kane made it five-one, and then Newcastle made it six-one. Kane's actually scored six oh, goals in his last four games at St James's Park. But... You weren't far off though. The, you were, you were, you could see the thinking, you could see the logic. Yeah, you had a Kane consolation in a mm. hammering. Mm. Six years <laughs> out, the wrong hammering. Okay, the score <laughs> remains nine-seven. Uh, let's have our second career we go question, please. Right. Player number two for you guys. Come on, guys. Started his career in 99 and ended it in 2013. First club, Internacional. Second club, Barcelona. Are we in classic Fabio Rochenbach territory, do you think, Charlie? Oh, yeah. So it's a Brazilian. It's going to be Barra. 99 to 2013. I don't know when Rochenbach retired. Were there other Brazilians, though? Did they have some other... I feel like they had some other young Brazilians at that time so so is let's it, say he moved to Barcelona about 2001-ish yeah but it's around like when Saviola went um, Saviola's Argentinian so he, yeah he's Argentinian so that wouldn't be him Brazilian could be Giovanni yeah this sort of later Giovanni. one but the I don't think he's famous enough to, have, to feature yeah the one who question. played for Hull uh, it could, either, it all could roads lead to Rochebeck we know this it could be Giovanni I think it's a risk to go with that I'm happy to take. I'm happy to take the next two clubs. Yeah, to really I think rubber we stamp do. I think it. We There's no point two. in guessing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the next two should. All right, Bobby. Let's reveal. have it. Right, the next two clubs. 
Sporting Lisbon on loan and Middlesbrough. <laughs> there we go. Oh, yeah. Fabio Rochenbach, please. Fabio Rochenbach is, of course, <laughs> correct. For two points. Love uh, the off-quiz, Fabio Rockerman. 11-7. Football It wouldn't wouldn't be a quiz without him. (laughs) Right, career we go. Are you ready for your third Happy Hunting Grounds question? The score is 11-7. We we are. We've got to go big, haven't we? We'll go three. Yeah, we'll we'll go three, Adam. I think you should. Yes, hold on. Right. For three points, question three in round three. Crystal Palace at the Etihad. Um, Andros um, Townsend, nineteen twenty, yeah. was it? Yeah, yeah. Was it the long range screamer. Yeah, probably. But I don't know the year. But the year. I don't know the year, but nineteen twenty is is a good show. Those three years of nineteen twenty, twenty, twenty one, twenty one, twenty two are just one year for me. So when was because Andros is was he at, was he at now? Luton? Let, 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 let's say nineteen twenty because I think Liverpool won the league yeah. that year. So let's say that's the point. The point that City dropped or whatever. All right, we'll go Andros Townsend, nineteen twenty. Afraid it's incorrect. Uh, 2-2 draw draw for Crystal Palace away at Man City in 2019-20, but goal scorers were Cenk Tosin and uh, Fernandinho and goal, it would seem. Um, Yeah, Charlie, you're correct. Andrew Townsend scored the previous season. Uh You're really unlucky, though, with your logic because I'm pretty sure City won every other home league game that season. They did, Uh, yeah. So that was so... So annoying. That was... But I think I think yeah, the one right. that Townsend scored, did Palace actually win it three two? Yeah, they did. Yeah, they won yeah. it three two. Yeah, but uh, uh, yeah, that was their only only game they didn't win at home. I think that season. Oh my god, the cliches. Gang remain four points clear. At least we now know Saint Tolson had a loan spell. I think <laughs> at Palace. So you know, it's, yeah. it's a consolation. <laughs> right, eleven seven is the score. Right. Time for our third career we go question in round three. Your next player started his career in ninety three. Ended it in 2010. First club, Ferro Caril Oeste. And his second club was Boca Juniors. Okay. Argentine, 17-year career. How, how was the first club spelled? Um, Ferro, F-E-R-R-O, okay. Caril, C-A-R-R-I-L, Oeste, O-E-S-T-E. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. I just thought... I had Pharaoh like the, the place first of all. I'm reasonably uh, sure we, we need more than that. I don't think we? they're Argent- yeah. Argentine club, but we do need more, don't we? Okay, yeah, Bobby, keep going. Hit us with it's like being, it's like being it's like playing a card game at a casino, isn't it? Hit me again. Right, is next two clubs, uh, Gymnasia LP and Fulham. Fulham could it be Sava? I'm just throwing that out there, not as the Facundo answer. Facundo Sava. Sava, as a an Argentine Fulham player, so, and by that. So, so that would be his fourth club. So Fulham signed him from Gimnasia El Plata. Didn't he do the, the mask thing in La Liga? Don't think so. Or was that just his thing already? From I think they signed him straight from South America. Just thinking of the timeline, he came in, what, the early noughties? Sort of early mid-noughties? Yeah. Mid-noughties. Was he wasn't young Tigana, either. Tigana. He wasn't particularly young. Um, just did thinking, did, did Fulham have any other Argentines Basically, at that? Basically, yeah. Um, turn of the century... Fulham Argentines, Facundo Sava. I can't think of any others. I'm. I think no. we should gamble on this and say Facundo. It's got to be. It's got to be. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go with that. Facundo Sava for two points is correct. Yes. yes. Well played. Well played. Storming into a what thirteen-seven lead. Thirteen. Is that the game? Maybe that's you can draw. We can draw. Right. No. 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 Sorry. No. You can't. Is it? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can draw. There are six points left for, for you. Right. You need to get both great. of your remaining Happy Hunting Grounds questions. Right, you, you, you're going for the full three, I assume. Let's do it. Yep. We'll absolutely have to. We'll yeah. take one. Thanks. <laughs> shut up, shut up, shop. Yeah. Right, hold on. The three crucial points for you. Manchester City at the Vitality Stadium. Nay, right. Dean Court. <laughs> I feel like Aguero scored there. Um, came to mind, but... Yeah, did... did, did they... Surely Haaland hit the button. Scored their last. <laughs> Haaland, last Haaland. Yeah, surely he scored their last season, right? He's he's definitely scored against Premier League clubs. I think that was a stat from even yesterday, possibly. And he's obviously only been here, um, so he's either done it this season or last season. I can't remember if they played each other. Well, so on that, let's go for, we'll go for last, season. last season. Haaland, last season. Three points to yeah. you, career we go. Hang yes, on, scoring the second in a four-one win. For Man City away at okay. Bournemouth, you have reduced the arrears to 13-10. We can right. do it here, lads. Right, our fourth career we go question, please, right. for the win. Fourth player, you only need one point to win this. Your fourth career we go, started his career in 1990, ended it in 2008. You only need one point to take the win here. So first club was Estrella de Amadora. Second club was Benfica. 1990 to 2008. Portuguese player. It could be just throwing it out there. Could it be like Rui Costa? Would he have retired around two thousand eight? I was going to say Nuno Gomes. Um, would he not? He would have gone a bit longer than that. I think he, he played Nuno a bit Gomes? longer. He was yeah, slightly he younger, st- wasn't he? Yeah, so Rui Costa does feel definitely played for Benfica. wasn't Wasn't one of the other two big three. I and think Rui Costa joined Milan in. I'm all right. I'm, all, I'm happy to guess it. Oh, okay. Two thousand. So no, no. So that would sort of carry on making sense As it, I'm just thinking when he would have retired if he was at timeline Milan at feels 2002 good to me. timeline does feel good should we go for it try, I try mean, and win it it's try and win mad, it in glory but yeah should we, should we've we got do another it? question still to go yeah alright let's do it Rui, Rui Costa. Costa Rui Costa three points some might say showboating <laughs> is incorrect oh! Oh, right. That is, pathetic, is, that is I'll, bad I'll, from us, actually, Charlie. <laughs> I'll, li- I'll list out the next four to see when you would have got it. So the next two clubs were Barry and Real Oviedo. Barry on loan and Real Oviedo. Barry Town. The next- Barry in it. And then following that was PSV and Everton. Oh, Nuno Valente, potentially? Oh, hang on a minute. Port- no, no, but no, 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 because he was at Port. He was in that Porto Mourinho wow, team. So, so two Portuguese clubs, including Benfica. Then he went to play for Bari in Italy, and then who was it? PSV, Oviedo, um, Oviedo, PSV, then Everton. After Everton, he joined. He joined Liverpool. Oh, Abo Xavier. Abo Xavier is correct. Wow, wow, a deep one there, but yeah, yeah, that's in a way good week. Went I mean, mad we, we were that, never going to give you Rory Costa at this stage, I think. That would have been a <laughs> giveaway. If, if we had, you would have had me frantically Wikipedian, Wikipedian random players, but yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, so well, our hubris oh. has got us to the point where we only lead 13-10 going into the final question of the whole quiz apiece. You get three right. here and we fuck up again. We're level and we have no contingency plan for that whatsoever. Right. Let's call it a draw. Happens <laughs> to a replay. Could do. Yeah. yeah, we should. We should start embracing draws, right? I presume you're going for for the three once again. Let's do it. Yep. Right for three points to draw level. Chelsea at the Bet three six five. Okay. 
Okay, so Hazard scored an absolute left foot screamer there. In maybe what, what era? What manager? Maybe. Oh my god! It wouldn't have been fifteen, sixteen. I don't think he scored. So either fourteen, fifteen, or more likely sixteen. Oh no, it was early. It was early. It was like his first season, I think. Twelve, thirteen. So he joined. He joined the season after they won the Champions League, didn't he? Yeah, I think Hazard. he was wearing seven, seventeen. Oh my god! Okay. I'm going mental here. And it was definitely at the bet three six five. Not it was at. I remember. I remember the the Nets. Have you Have you guys got anything? Remember the Ancelotti year when they won like loads of games six 0 But I think. That, that was Wigan and Hull, that was at the maybe at the bridge. Yeah, maybe at the yeah, the, yeah. Didn't Morata also score? Oh, Morata scored. A, he scored a hat trick. Yeah, yeah. That's, that, was, was that, that at the bridge though? I think that was at Stamford Bridge. Oh, was it? I okay. can't see him scoring been, the way hat trick. That that would have been definitely scored a hat trick. No, it would have been sixteen, no, seventeen, eighteen. When yeah, it would have been seventeen, eighteen. So we've got Morata 17-18 or Hazard 12-13. 17-18, is that right? I'm not sure if you're sure about the Morata, what stadium that was in. So I think maybe the Hazard one is I'll, I'll go the Hazard you, one and the season after. Because when did he go to number When did he go to number 10? Uh, either 13 or 14. I can, I can picture Morata scoring in those nets. Though. All right, should we just do Hazard 12-13? We'll go uh, Eden Hazard 12-13. Just to backtrack slightly. Um, yeah. Theo... You seem very sure that Alvaro Morata had scored a hat trick away at Stoke, but you were, you know, talked out of it. Alvaro Morata did well, score a hat trick <laughs> away at Stoke for Chelsea in 2017-18, so that would have been correct. You would have drawn level with that, but instead, you have Eden Hazard scoring for Chelsea at Stoke in 2012-2013, which is also correct. Oh, oh well played, Bobby. Thirteen all. Well played. Oh my goodness! Right. Oh my god! I just need to catch my breath a bit after that. Right, guys. Um, Steady, yeah, so, so, cool heads required here. No hasty decisions. Let's use up all the available evidence we have before yeah. we move on. Right. It's thirteen all. We've got the final question. <sighs> we only need a point. It's career. We go. Take it away. Right. Okay. So. The this player started his career in '97 and ended it in 2017. His first club was Julius Berger. Second club was Gilles or Gil Vicente on loan. Ah, oh, fuck, fuck! I know, I know this, and it's the only career. reason I've ever heard of career. Julius Berger. It's the only reason I will have ever heard of Julius Berger. That's it. I can't tell you where they're from. Take the next two clubs. Fine. Damn it. We need one next point. two clubs. Maccabi Haifa and Hapoel Kafar Sabah on loan. Fucking hell. Fucking hell. I think, I'm just putting this out there, I think it's Yakubu. I think Julius Berger are an African club. I think they are. And I know he played in Israel. And he definitely played for Maccabi Haifa because he scored against Man United. So we're looking at 97 to... And when was that game? Okay, well, when did he score against United? About 2002, three? It would, yeah. So that, that, yeah, that kind of checks out. So what, what comes that, that, So we've got period. Julius Berger, Gil Vicente on loan. Yep. Maccabi Haifa. Then, then Haifa, then... Hapoel Kafar Sabah on loan as well. Okay. Let's get the next one. So, so that... So to be... I, I assume we're allowed to ask this, Bobby. That yeah. second... 
that fourth club on loan presumably was during his period at the third club. So he didn't necessarily yes. go on loan after and then move. Okay, so it would have been absorbed no, so by he, that window it, of the third club. I, okay. Yeah, so Maccabi Haifa was his permanent club and he went on loan to Hapoel. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I, I can't, I haven't got the bottle to go for it. Oh no, we've got to wait. There's, there's, yeah. Get, <laughs> we'd be silly if we didn't. Okay. Right, Bobby. This is for the one point. No bravery. His next two clubs uh, was Portsmouth on loan, <laughs> then permanent, and then Middlesbrough. Yeah. Yakubu Aigbeni. That is correct for the point and the winning. <laughs> oh. Congratulations, lads. What well a done. roller coaster. Well done. That was a great quiz. Oh, what a quiz. If people listen to this and say they didn't like it, really good. I'm giving up. <laughs> I'm applauding. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm applauding. Take a, take a bow. <laughs> that was brilliant. Fantastic, fantastic. Fantastic performance there, lads. Unbelievable. Sorry for making round one the hardest football quiz round in living history. <laughs> it was it was enjoyable. Though. It was yeah, enjoyable, you came, you came yeah. roaring back after that. Smashed the audio round yeah. and rightly so. What a round that was, by the way. What a round, what a round that was, by the way. Yeah. Career we go. Thank you for joining us for Football Clichés Quiz 10. What a thrill. Thank you. Thank you very much. And, and while we do have you, Charlie, this is our, you know, our, if you want to become, you want to complete the cliches ensemble appearing on Career We Go, then, you know. Make we'll, it a perfect we'll, hat trick. I would love to, yeah. Exactly. That was really enjoyable. And and lads, you should, um, you know, tell tell the listeners when's the next episode out, how many episodes you do, is it one a week? How can people listen? Yeah, yeah exactly. Cheers for that, Dave. Yeah. So um, we used to be a bi-weekly podcast because believe it or not, this is not our full-time job, um, but we are now going weekly. So do follow us at Career We Go Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Do make sure you're subscribed to our feed as well. We have a back catalogue of about 50 episodes historically. You, they don't tend to follow the, the football calendar so you can dip in and out of them at any stage um but we do recommend you check out our back catalog um yeah and do give us a follow make sure you're subscribed and we will be releasing weekly episodes going forward thanks to you joe bobby and theo a ding dong battle now we're putting the call out to other football podcasts to come and take us on how high are we aiming who knows where we could go with this view from the lane would be curious one charlie would you play sort of a half for each podcast yeah could do a bit yeah yeah that'd be great yeah we'll see right we're coming for you either way right thanks everyone for listening we'll be back on tuesday see ya sports social podcast network